0: Welcome to the Revenge Body Podcast. I'm Maverick Willett, and I've helped thousands of divorcees and single moms get snatched waist, jaw-dropping booties, and confidence that captivates the attention of men in every room, all without dieting, cutting carbs, giving up wine night, or starving yourself. How to look like an Instagram influencer. Emotional support Viking here. We're going to talk about how to look like an Instagram influencer. Pretty clickbait title, huh? No, but what does that mean, right? So Instagram influencers, typically, they have these you know, desirable bodies. They're fit, they're in shape. Some of them are Photoshopped, whatever. But we're going to talk about basically how to get fit in the most compacted, simplified, doable way you could possibly imagine. Now, obviously, I have an episode on the podcast about this called The Best Beginner's Guide to Weight Loss Ever or something like that. I'm going to condense it even more. Here we go. If you want to look like the bodies that you envy on social media, you need to get real comfortable and intimate with strength training. They all do it. They do different forms of it, perhaps. But you need to have some form of progressive um, strength training in your regimen consistently. Quantifiable progress in strength training. Now, when I say strength training, I simply mean getting stronger. The most optimal way to do so is to lift some fucking weights. Just putting that out there. Can you do Pilates? Go for it. Can you do bar? Okay. Can you do reformer Pilates where they add dumbbells? Can you do Les Mills body pump? Of course you can. Will you progress as much as if you just did conventional weightlifting? Absolutely fucking not. But if that's what you enjoy and it keeps you going, do it. By all means, do it because the best, the best exercise is the one that you'll keep doing. So who am I to say, don't do your Reformer Pilates? But I will tell you what's optimal at the same time as I tell you, right? And the most optimal thing is weight training. Now, you can do both. You can also do Pilates and weight training. And I understand that some of you are going to be like, well, we use dumbbells and Reformer. Not the same thing. Just because you're holding dumbbells in your hands doesn't mean it's working, okay? And I say that with compassion, right? That being said, how do we progress with weight training? Well, you just want to meticulously keep records or document in some way the weight that you're lifting and how many times you're lifting it, how many sets and reps. That way, you can look back to your previous workout, previous week, previous month, and make improvements or push yourself to do more. And as long as you are quantifiably increasing strength in some way, whether it's the amount of weight that you lifted, whether it's lifting the same weight for more sets or more reps or an overall improvement in the numbers in general, we need to be able to quantify it so you can guarantee progress. Speaking of quantifying, you know what else? You know what else the the bodies do that you envy on social media? They move a lot. They are active. They lead an active lifestyle. When we look at how we burn calories every single day, 15% or more comes from your non-exercise activity, which is the exercise, the activity, that you do outside of exercise, right? The activity you do outside of exercise, meaning your lifestyle. And a great depictor of this is your step count. How much are you walking? If you don't know, now we have a huge area of opportunity. Download a step tracker. See how many steps you do from week to week. And all you have to do is walk more than you did last week. Great example. Let's say that you averaged 2,000 steps a day. That's 14,000 steps in a week, roughly, right? You know what your next target is? 14,200. That's it. Just a super achievable, quantifiable step you can take in the right direction. No pun intended on the step. But that's all you do. And you just, now you have a metric that you can influence and tweak, right? So that's, now we have, so we've talked about, you need to be strength training. You need to be walking. You also need to be consuming protein. Why? The thermic effect of food. What is that? It's the amount of calories you burn digesting food. And it's 10% or more of your total calories burned day to day. That's a big chunk. You know what has the highest thermic effect of food? Protein. When you eat more of it, you're going to burn more calories digesting, right? Protein is also essential for building muscle tissue. So with those progressive strength building programs or workouts that I mentioned in the first step, the protein will help you recover and develop your muscle tissue. Why is this important? Two reasons. One, it's what's going to provide the shape to your body. This blah, 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 blah. That hourglass looking figure, it comes from having a developed back and developed legs. And therefore, your waist looks smaller as it actually gets smaller as well. Because muscle at the same weight as fat takes up less space. It's more dense. You always hear everybody say, oh, well, muscle weighs more than fat. No, it does not. It is more dense. So that at the same weight, it takes up less space. So you could gain weight on the scale and actually get smaller. So we're going to talk about the scale in a minute. The other reason why muscle tissue is important is because it helps you burn more calories at rest. 70%, 70%. Of your calories burned every single day comes from your basal metabolic rate, your BMR for short. It is composed primarily of your body composition and your thyroid hormone. Your body composition is your muscle to fat ratio. Muscle tissue is calorically expensive, meaning it takes more calories to for a body with more muscle tissue to function than it does a body that doesn't have a lot of muscle tissue. So the more of it you cultivate through strength training, the more calories you'll burn at rest. Protein helps you build more of it, Right. Protein is also satiating, meaning it makes you feel full. If you feel full, you're less likely to eat a lot. If you're less likely to eat a lot, you're less likely to overeat and you're less likely to eat more calories than you've expended. So if you, energy balance, it comes down to how many calories you have consumed versus how much energy you've expended. I say energy because it's all encompassing. It's not just calories in, calories out. Total daily energy expenditure is the summation of your energy expended versus your energy consumed. And all we need to do to elicit fat loss is be in the negative so that you have consumed less energy than you've expended for the day. Doesn't require you to make calculations. Doesn't require you to calculate your BMR, your resting basal metabolic rate. It doesn't require you to meticulously track your calories. If you just do some simple things, such as consume more protein, lift weights, and walk a lot, you will already be ahead of the majority of the populace because you're cultivating the habits and the lifestyle that are going to make weight loss and fat loss a byproduct. If you just do those things consistently over time, you will be able to burn fat. Now, when it comes to your caloric intake, we want to take it a step further because the question I always get is, well, what about carbs and fats? I can't eat carbs that make me fat. No, there is no data. There's not a single solitary study out there that shows that carbohydrates elicit body fat storage more so than just a straight caloric surplus, Right it all comes down to protein intake, caloric intake. So how do you get a handle on your caloric intake without meticulously tracking your calories? Well, a great way to do it, one that I advocate, take your goal weight in pounds, multiply it by 12. There's your calorie goal. Now, we want to call it a calorie range because it makes it way more attainable than trying to hit one specific number. For instance, if you take goal weight in 12 and your number comes out to be 1,800, then your range is you know, 1,650 to 1,950. We'll call it 150 calories either direction, maybe even 200 starting out. As long as you average that range, meaning that day after day after day, you're somewhere around 1,800 within that range. And at the end of the week, you're averaging around 1,800. You're going to lose weight, right? And your goal weight doesn't have to be your end goal weight. It can be, if you're not sure what a good goal weight is, then make it 20 pounds from where you're at, 15 pounds from where you're at and start there. We just want to get started, so that you can get momentum. And if you're in indecision land because you're so confused because that you're scared to go anywhere, this is going to be really hard for you. So to get out of that analysis paralysis, we just need to take action because everyone asks me, how do I get motivated to lose weight? You don't get motivated. You take action, you get results. Motivation comes from those results. You don't get motivated and then take action, then get results. You take action, get results, and then you get motivated. So we just need to take action. And in order to take action, we need to make it as simple as possible. And in order to make it as simple as possible... We need to make it very repeatable, very sustainable, very feasible. So goal weight times 12 is a great way to get started. For protein goal, you can either aim for 100 grams or you can take your goal weight in pounds, multiply that by 0.7 for a protein goal. There you go. I just simplified the shit out of all this for you. Now, how to get an Instagram body. It's kind of a play on words, but if you want to look like an influencer, you have to stay consistent with these things over time. Let's talk about the mental part of this. We don't want to compare ourselves to Instagram influencers. Right? That title was to make it click. But what I'm actually advocating for here is the lifestyle and habits and behaviors that lead to long-term change to where you never have to worry about losing weight because your lifestyle has made fat loss a byproduct and strength building a byproduct. And that's what creates a very lean, shapely body is those things. There's no supplement, there's no hack, there's no miracle, there's no shortcut. There's just you cultivating the behaviors and implementing the mundane and repeatable day after day after day, so this becomes your reality. And you can't quit two weeks in. You got to keep going. But to keep going has to be simple. And that's what we've done here. I hope this makes sense. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, leave me a comment below. Love you all. ESD out. If you liked what you heard on this episode, ladies, share it with your friends. And if you want to finally escape dieting culture and get body results that make your ex wish he never mistreated you, check out the link for the Revenge Body Metabolic Revamp. You can find that in the show notes. And remember, ladies, you are powerful.